ultimately reached out an out-of-court settlement with government in his new book, My Second Initiation, because he says the NPA must exercise its power carefully. And he joins us in the studios to talk a little bit more about the book. Um, very um, sensitive subject to go to, I would imagine. But why, what brought this on about? And I'd like to start with the issue that we deal with in that introduction. Why speak out about this now? And, and why do you feel it's something worth saying? Well, good morning. Good, good morning, morning to listeners. Yeah, well, I suppose this is a matter of uh, national importance. As to the timing, um, well, I just decided to talk about it now. Um, in the course of my suspension and subsequent dismissal, um, I felt that, you know, it was too soon, too early. Um, the wound had to somewhat heal. Um, so that's why. Did you did you think if you if you'd made the statement then that you might have been seen as better? Is that why you never said it then? That's exactly the point. You know, one needed time to reflect, um, so that you don't um, react or respond in a manner that might be seen to be irrational. You talk about. Um some sort of action needing to have been taken against President Jacob Zuma, even though you acknowledged that a legal process had taken place, but you felt that the organization, the ANC itself, should have done something because he brought it into disrepute. Is it a fair statement on your part, or is it a judgmental statement? I think it's just fair on my part. Um, as you have correctly said, putting the legal issues aside, the ANC has got its own code of conduct. All members of the ANC are subjected to that code of conduct. And I felt that the ANC should have done something, and I still believe in that. And did you express this view to the ANC? No. Why? Well, the ANC has got its own processes. They should have thought about it. And I, anyway, I, at the time, I don't think uh, anybody would have listened to me. Do you think anybody would listen to you now? I hope so. Why? Well, now that I've said it, um, I hope that people will, will will consider it objectively. Do you think you'll come under attack for some of the comments that you're making? Well, the issue for me is not to try and please anyone. Um, I felt that I had to say things that I'm saying in the book mm-hmm. uh, because I believe in them. And you I know that I'm going to be attacked for some of the views that I express. But for me, it's more of a factual expression of events as well as giving my own personal views. You talk about the fact that you feel you needed to heal before you made some of these comments. What was the biggest hurt for you that you underwent throughout the whole process from beginning to end? Well, I must say that I was deeply disappointed. Uh, firstly, um, I did what I had to do in terms of my functions as the National Director of Political Prosecutions. I tried to stick to the law and the Constitution and the oath of office that I took. Um, for me to be treated in the manner that I was, I felt it was incorrect. And some of my comrades felt that uh, I was cheeky, I should have listened you know, um, to the authorities. And... I've got that uh, inner sense that tells me that you don't obey 
and unlawful destruction. So now that you've had time to reflect on it, what happened? Was there any point that you, you felt you could have done things differently? I suppose there's always that possibility in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, at times, you know, when you do things, when you reflect, say, perhaps I could have done better, but when it happened, you had to react to, to any, that situation. Anything in particular that you think you could have done better or differently, or maybe you shouldn't have done? Perhaps if you are more specific, I might be able to respond. Because I hear you say that you came under criticism from your comrades who felt that perhaps that you were being cheeky. Maybe you weren't obeying uh, orders as you should have. Yeah. Well, on that, I have no regrets. You've got no regrets. I'd like to go to your other comments. You're talking about the probe into the arms deal that is currently underway and you feel that it will yield nothing because you believe there's no political will to do so why, 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 what evidence do you have to say that? I'm not going to speak about evidence because here I'm giving out a personal view, a personal opinion um, the matter has cracked for so long um, this, inqu- this inquiry was forced upon the president. Um, there was a public outcry. Um, there were the charges that were withdrawn. Um, for me, the fact that it has taken so long, you know, um, shows absence of a political will to deal with the matter as a tributary. And the role of the National Prosecuting Authority in in all of this? Because, yes, you say you're not talking about evidence, but somehow you, I believe you do link it to it by saying that you would want the new boss of the NPA, Ngoli Singh to bring about some dignity, to restore dignity of the National Prosecuting Authority. Well, I'm not so sure of that statement. I, haven't, I don't think I've made that statement. So you would have been quoted but in direct... Quoted incorrectly. I don't know what I said on Twitter. Was that uh, the new NTPP needs to be given time and space, and all advocates of the rule of law and the independence of prosecutors should support him. And do you believe the National Prosecuting Authority has any dignity to speak of, given the fact that people have been so critical of the NPA? It's not a matter of choice, given the critical role of this institution. It has to conduct its work with the necessary integrity at a personal level as well as at an institutional level. I hear some people saying Vusit Bugoli has written a book. So what? Why is he relevant? Why is his comment why is his comments relevant now? How would you answer that? Is he important in current day political South Africa? I've never regarded myself as important, but I've always regarded myself as a person who has got a role to play in our society. I decided to voluntarily join the struggle for national liberation. Nobody asked me to do that um, because I felt that I can't sit on the sidelines when you know we are present in South Africa. Hence, my joining the African National Congress and the military wing Mkondo to fight for our liberation. So that's the role that I believe that uh, any patriotic South African should play in trying to rebuild this country. You believe you're playing that role now? I believe so.
do you believe we're at a point of another struggle, the onset of another struggle that requires that uh, volunteerism? Yes. You see, this is just one phase that we've gone over. Now, the biggest challenge is to rebuild our society. All the things that we're fighting for, elimination of poverty, um, doing away with unemployment, those are still relevant struggles. Dealing with the question of houses, bridging the gap between the rich and the poor, those are still relevant. So this is yet another phase of our struggle. Thank you very much for your time. That's former National Director of Public Prosecutions, Vusi Pikoli. Brings the time to 21 minutes past.